Hello, everyone, and welcome again to If We Can Just Say. I am your host, Stephen Ogle, and my co-host today is Jessica Carter Ogle, as every day. Yes, today and every day. Hello, everyone. (laughs) Yeah. All right, so before we get into it, I want to remind everyone to check us out on our social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, like, subscribe, listen, be kind, all that good stuff. We love hearing from you, so please keep it coming. Absolutely. And we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Amazon Podcast, and Spotify. we're on Spotify. So they're all there. Go get them, download, subscribe. Yay. Yay. Awesome. So before we get into our stuff this week, last week we left off talking about Kingfish, yes. the blues musician who won a Grammy. Yay. Since we had our last podcast. So for his album 662, he won the Grammy for, let's see, I wrote it down. I apologize, everyone. I wrote it down. It is Best Contemporary Blues Album, which that's fantastic. His yes. his acceptance speech was very short. He was just like, I thank all the fans. And like, he seemed like he was a, almost like he didn't want the attention. It was kind of kind of cool of like like it's not about me like i feel like he's more of a musician than a talker for like, sure so much more comfortable just like strumming absolutely yeah. for sure so but yeah awesome so everybody go listen to 662 it's a great album and obviously we're we're not the only ones who think it's a great album so. exactly that was priority one information for today's episode yeah <laughs> that and I've, I'm still listening to Darius Rucker. Me too. I On can't, the way home today, I was listening to it. I can't stop. I, I actually play it in my pocket when I'm taking Sophia for walks. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't stop. That's fantastic. <laughs> I am I am feeling the beers and sunshine because it's not yet that temperature for us yet. I, I'm not yeah. able to sit outside and have one. And his song, Beers and Sunshine, is like what I want so bad. So I've just been listening to yes. that on repeat. Like, because oddly enough, this past weekend last year, we did have Beers and Sunshine and a fire. And oh, yeah. we were chainsawing wood in the backyard. It was actually spring. Yeah. Today, I just took so for a walk and it feels like fall. Yeah. It's, it was like snow, rainy mix all day. Yeah. It was awful. No good. So, but I recently, over the weekend... While it was, it was a fairly nice weekend as far as weather, but I, over the weekend, got myself a new tattoo. Yeah, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Folks, she doesn't sound excited because when we first started dating, that's the one thing she was like, do you really have to get tattoos? And I was like, I mean, yeah. I mean, like, they're they're kind of a part of me. That's what I do. So, um, working on two sleeves. I've got two half sleeves. Um, the one on the left side is done as far as half sleeve to the elbow. The one on the right side, I am almost done. I got one more appointment to get all of the shading put in and that'll be, oh man, I'm excited. So Uh, as a caveat, I am not a tattoo person, but I can recognize the artistry within like the tattoos and the talent that it takes. And like your tattooer is great. Oh, let me tell you, JR tattoos by JR on Instagram. So Go to my Instagram page, which is Redesign Self, and you will see my pictures that I've put up, and I've tagged him on everything. He is absolutely fantastic. He's been doing this for over 25 years. His line work is amazing. Like I went to him because the, I saw someone who had his tattoo, and I didn't know. I didn't know who he was, but it was a friend of mine, and I was like, man, that tattoo looks like new and fresh. And she was like, it's seven years old. And I was like, the color looks like it was done like, a week ago maybe and she's like yeah i was like i need to meet this guy and i didn't have any tattoos at the time so since then 
I've made quite a few appointments. He's gotten hooked. Yeah, so I go back in the end of July to get this finished up and uh, start working into the forearm area. I'm pretty excited about that. That's gonna be that's gonna be a fun time. So cool. So how was your weekend, babe? What did you do? Oh, uh, my weekend was good. We had a lot of family time this weekend, which was nice. We saw my parents and my brother and some friends, and that was really cool. Um, I unfortunately yesterday did get a migraine. Anyone Ooh. who you know suffers wah, from wah. those, I, I do. I will say I'm relatively on the more mild end knowing what other people suffer with, but it is still just a bit debilitating. So luckily it was yesterday. We were supposed to do our podcast yesterday, but I felt fuzzy and I can't give you guys my best when I'm fuzzy. So (laughs) we waited, we waited another day, but it was a good weekend. I um, did my baking and brew. Um, I made chocolate chip cookies, but without chocolate chips, I used these like cherry cordial M&Ms that came out at Valentine's Day. Okay. And I paired it with like this chocolate cherry Blake's hard cider. Blake's is a cider place in Armida, Michigan. Delicious. Um, it was pretty good. I mean, I like both items better separately than I did as the pairing. Now okay. we, we both know I'm just getting started. Yeah. And I will say I learned in a pinch that you can use whole wheat flour when you run out of white flour and already have your wet ingredients mixed together when you're making cookies, it does taste different. It's a bit more savory, but it's still good. Those would co- I have preferred the white flour that was in my pantry and I didn't know about it? Yes. Yes, I would have. Those cookies were good, though. Yeah, you, everyone You made like several like different kinds of yes, cookies, though. Yes, I made regular chocolate chip, or I made all the dough, and I always make myself some plain without anything, just like chocolate chip cookie dough, because that's my favorite. And I did some with chocolate chips, some with chocolate chips and white chocolate chips, and then some with the cherry. Yeah. And then because I made the whole wheat flour and I wasn't sure how people were going to like them, I also made brownies and peanut butter cookies. And then I had also made my best banana bread, which had pecans, white chocolate chips, and chocolate chips in it. It was a ridiculous, it was like a freaking bakery in here. When I put it all out, because we had some people over, I was like, oh my, God, I hope people eat these because I don't want to eat all of this stuff. I started my work day on Friday and I came upstairs about, I don't know, 40 minutes later and immediately was hit in the face with the smell of baking cookies and stuff. And I was like, oh, so I see you haven't started work yet. And she's like, no, I don't start till nine, but I got a head start on my baking. Exactly. <laughs> I and was like, I had, do I get to try any? Because this is great. And you made brownies, too. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, my and gosh. And I had a fun shopping extravaganza with my mom. We hadn't been out shopping in a while. Did, you know, some home goods, did some Target. Had a bunch of stuff to return at Target, so it was basically just like an even exchange of goods, return to buy more stuff. And so. surprisingly, y'all didn't come back with as much stuff no, as you normally didn't. do, I which know. to me, I was like, what is happening? Yeah, we both said the same thing, so yeah. it's, it was a little alarming. So we've got another shopping trip planned because that was, I don't know what happened. Yeah, you'll fix it. Yeah, of course. Uh, obviously. Most Mostly I bought stuff for Soph. She'll probably be quiet today, everyone. I don't know if she'll make an appearance. She does have a giant bully stick that she's eating right now. So. Yes, yes. That is what is best. Otherwise, we get frustration and uh, yelling Soph, and that's yeah. no fun. Yes. So, because she doesn't stay down here in the basement, even when I'm down here during the day. She doesn't yeah. really come down here she until her like, window. the end of the day. She likes to look at the window. She likes to look outside, for sure. Yeah. So... But yeah, so that's all that's happened with us this weekend. Yep. Good weekend overall, minus the migraine. Um, and I was thinking as we ended the last episode in terms of our story, which I hope people are still caring about and still want to see how we ended up where we are. <laughs> um, we were doing, you know, we started dating. We did, um, where did we leave off exactly? We, uh, we left off literally right before, um, right before we took our... 
Oh yes, meeting meeting our best friends. Yeah, meeting our best stuff. friends right before we were talking about going somewhere for our birthdays. Yes. We had not planned it yet, but we were working on it. So ironically enough, somewhere in there, we decided to live together. Yep. Neither of us remember how this even happened. No clue. Neither of us know who brought it up or suggested it. All I know is I was apartment hunting. His lease was up. I made a comment of it would be silly for him. I was looking in Plymouth, Michigan, favorite city. And I was like, it'd be silly for us both to get apartments in Plymouth. And I think he was like, yeah. And then literally we just started looking for apartments. And oddly enough, we both found um, the same listing, but with different pictures for the same apartment that we sent to each other. Yeah, it was was a different place. Like you found it. You found it on one place and I found it on another. Yep. But we just randomly started, you know, decided to start living together. So that was, I guess, June, July. And then um, I took him on a date to a Greek Islands Coney in Plymouth. Yep. Because I was like, if I can get this small town guy who's only lived in one place since he's been in Michigan to this cute little town, he'll see that this is where he's supposed to live too. (laughs) So we went and sat outside at a Coney and had dinner. Um, I ordered like normal dinner food, chicken salad. He ordered, because I went on a date with a child, Oreo uh, Oreo French toast. Man, uh, all right, I got to stop you. So, folks, it looked great on the menu. It looked like a great option. Not uh, for dinner. You know, but I grew up in a household where, you know, sometimes you eat, you know, you eat dessert for breakfast, and sometimes you eat breakfast for sometimes dinner. Sometimes all your mom does is eat dessert. <laughs> hey, you know, you'd be nice. You'd be nice to my mom. I now. love your mother, but that woman so, could live off chocolate cake, chocolate milk, and Mountain Dew. I thought, well, you know, I've ate French toast before for dinner. Why not throw the Oreos in there? That's like having dessert as well. Let's go with it. And I did it. And also, we went and got ice cream That's after because that because we were planning to have dinner and ice cream. <laughs> and then I said to him, "I hope you think." I hope you don't think we're not getting ice cream after this, and you're still eating some. And I still got ice cream. Yeah. That was a that was a fun time. Yeah, but yeah, the that date was cool. We sat outside. I remember. Um, I remember looking at the town because it's right there on the main. Yeah. The main downtown Court Square area, and I was just like, "Man, this kind of reminds me a little bit of home. This is a small town. I like it. The cities. It's you know everybody's walking around. There's a there's a um, what do you call it? Uh, a fountain." fountain. And, you know, it's a little park area. There's a... My deception worked. It worked pretty well. I mean, like the restaurants, the restaurants and stuff. I mean, obviously we've been here for a couple of years now, but like the restaurants are really good in this area. Like most of them stick around. There's a movie theater that's like uh, that plays, they'll play new stuff, but they play old stuff as well. Like I remember our, our... Later on in our story, our first movie, I believe, was Ghostbusters there, which was, I think so, which yes. was very fun. Yes, uh, original uh, first Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah, right around Halloween. Yeah. But yeah, I remember sitting at that day thinking, man, like this is a, this is a town I could live in. This yeah. is cool. Yeah. So. And then we, um, so my birthday is July 13th. Stephen's birthday is July 15th. Yep. So when we first got together, we decided that, you know, every year we would do something for our birthdays. You know, spoiler alert, the pandemic happened. And so we've only been able to do it once. And and even then there was ruckus. So 2019, we planned for our birthdays to go to New Orleans. I had been there once before. I don't think he'd been there as like an I, adult. Not as an fun. adult. No, I, I went to the jazz festival yeah. with my parents when I was 15, I think. Oh, man. Talk but, about a blast. Yeah, it's a great city. I love New Orleans. And so we were planning to go there. That was our plan. It was July of 2019. I had my Airbnb booked. Big proponent of Airbnb. Yep. I had that booked. I had our flights booked. We were like ready to go. 
And then. And then, do you remember the name of the hurricane that came to town? Because no. I don't remember the name. I just remember that it was a hurricane. I don't know. That, uh, well, let's just say, folks, her lips are sticking out right now because she's still sad about I it. I am still sad. We were, we were going to go to New Orleans and the hurricane was coming. And it was one of those things of like... I think it was only a tropical storm at that part at that point though. It was, but we were supposed to <laughs> Not leave to minimize damage, but we were supposed I'm to stubborn. leave on Thursday and come back on Monday. Yes. So on Thursday, well, leading up to that, I had been in contact with the Airbnb person. Like, should yeah. like, what's your refund policy? How's this going? Because Airbnb issued a statement like, you are eligible for all refunds in this area due to the impending storm. I am stubborn and I like to travel. Yeah. And I've been told that I would sacrifice anything for travel. Oh man. Folks, so you don't even I know. wanted to go. Like <laughs> we were supposed to fly out Thursday morning and like Wednesday night, I am still like at his apartment. Like, I think we can go. We're having arguments. If I had a dime for every argument we had about travel, and I will admit nine times out of ten I'm being ridiculous, but at least she admits that, and yeah. we now have that for the record, because I haven't had that for the record for the last almost two years, which also is a stupid podcast, ridiculous thing. <laughs> but so, you know, we woke up that morning at seven or so in the morning, and I was like... I jumped in the shower to get ready for my airplane travel. I didn't even get dressed. I stayed in my pajamas, and I looked at the weather, and I looked at New Orleans, and I looked at where the hurricane was, and I was like, I'm sorry, babe, but... That hurricane's going to be there in a matter of like hours. Like it's going to, we're going to land in New Orleans and the hurricane's going to land right behind us and then we're going to be stuck and we're not going to be able to get out. And we have work. And at the time, it's 2019. This isn't a work from home scenario. We both have to go into the office. And I said, I don't know about you, but I don't feel like wasting all my vacation time sitting in New Orleans and or having to rent a car and drive all the way back or whatever. I was like, but we're not going to be able to fly out. It's going to be a thing. And she got out of her shower after our conversation and she went and got back in bed in her bathrobe. And I was like, okay, well, we're not going, you know, cancel the flight. I made the call to cancel the flight and, and did that well, and got his credits. Before, well, during even that, he, he, I was like, well, I still want to go. I was like, maybe I'll go without you. And he was like, fine, <laughs> okay. go without me. And I said, okay, I'll go. And he was like, yeah, you should. And I'm like, but you just canceled my flight. He's like, yeah, I did. I and sure I'm like, did. well, how am I going to go? <laughs> and then that's when I stormed out of the room and got back in bed. She got back in bed and I sat there. I was, I was, I was watching like SmackDown from the night before or something like that or, or Raw. I was watching something wrestling and I was sitting there and I could just, I could just feel her pouting in the other room. And it's a small one-bedroom apartment. There's a wall between the living room and the main bedroom. It's on that same wall. And so I paused it, and I got up, and I came came to the doorway of the bedroom, and I looked at her, and I said, I can hear you pouting on the other, on the other side of the wall. Impossible. In, in the other room. And she's like, that's impossible. <laughs> it is impossible. You can't <laughs> hear someone pouting through a wall. So, um, so, yeah. So we canceled that, and we have the vacation time. Yeah. We're already not at work. It's Thursday. Yeah. So we got Friday and we got Monday off. So what are we going to do? So we started just like crash course planning. Okay, what can we do? And this is like our first real trip together. Yeah. And it's our birthdays. It's like a whole thing. And and I got I got to tell you, if if you're I've I've said this a few times in previous podcasts, if you're young to a relationship, these are moments in time 
where you find out what the other person does in something, when something doesn't go the way they want it to go, you find out how they react to things. These are important situations. I don't always react well because I don't understand why things shouldn't go how I want them to. Yes, but you could have reacted in a way of which you went home. Oh, no. Which some people do that. (laughs) So, So what did we do? That Thursday, I believe we stayed in the area. We got some burgers and just stayed in that area did, did we not i thought we went on friday to all the brewers no 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 we turned around and went that day yeah like okay. so we decided to go to traverse city um if you've never been traverse city is up north and not all the way up north but a little north in michigan it's on lake michigan um, on so. lake michigan beautiful like beachfront waterfront town wonderful um, area great cherry festival in july just really really pretty up there really nice scenery um all kinds of stuff to do so we decided to go there and i think the hotel was like a little bit more expensive than i wanted it it to was be. their peak season that's why yes so that's why we didn't leave thursday that's why we only booked for friday and saturday night yeah and then so i'm like well what are we gonna do today like i had to do something because i was sad and whiny yeah and so we actually decided to go down downtown detroit and we had like a really great day we mainly stayed in the eastern market area yep. if you're familiar with downtown detroit or if you're not give it a shot it's a it's a great town we were in, like I said, Eastern Market area. There's a spot um, between like the riverfront and Eastern Market called the DeQuinder Cut. And it's sort of like a cutaway path in the city. It's got a lot of graffiti artwork, yep. really cool artwork and stuff down there. A nice bike path that you can take, a walking path. Um, depending on the season, there's sometimes an outdoor beer garden. Yep. We, I don't think that was there when we went because it was during the week. They've got little like exercise stops along the way. I just it's remember really fun. it was so hot. It was very hot. Oh my gosh. Yeah, every picture like, we have from it, we look like flushed. Yeah, like we're underneath like an overpass, like where they had seats and stuff. Like they, maybe, It wasn't seats, but you could sit there. You could yeah. sit there and stuff. And we, I, I was just like, oh, I got to sit in this. Because we walked quite a bit down yeah, there. And I, I was like, oh my gosh. Maybe a mile or two, but it's really, it's, it's nice. just really cool. And it's a cool like area within the city because yep. you feel like you're in like a park. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's for sure. Because really nice. like, because... It's, it's, there's a lot of tree coverage and stuff yes. that mm-hmm. they have in that area, which is really cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, all the art that's, that's put there, like spray painted art and stuff yep. like that and graffiti and whatnot. It's pretty cool. And it leads down to like the riverfront area, yep. um, which is in an area where Atwater Brewery is yep. the main location. So we decided to do a brewery tour and Atwater was our first stop. Actually, our first stop was Batch. Oh, our first stop was Batch. Batch we went was to Batch. before DeQuinder Cut. Yeah, Batch yep. Brewing in Detroit. Because Batch was on the way there. That's yep. one of your favorite spots to hit. And I that love was, Batch. We have uh, beer and food is amazing. We have photos. Uh, we took a selfie drinking their beer slushy, which yes. I got to tell you, man, that is a fantastic idea. Yes. I'm surprised more breweries don't try it. We like it la- was, laid uh, in the tram at one slushy, yep. two straws. Our love was really blossoming oh, that yeah. day. It was great. It's so, adorable. It's framed in our living room. Yep. It's good times. So we yep. did that. We did Atwater. We got some pizza. Where we get that pizza from? That was Sapinos. Yeah. Sapinos has oh my gosh. pizza downtown. Amazing, thin crust, large, kind of New York style, delicious pizza downtown. Yep. And then we went to Eastern Market Brewing. And Eastern Market Brewing for me is where my love 
of drinking sours yes, started. Yes. I had had never had a sour before. No, he only drank ambers, if you guys recall from our first Yep, date. I only drank ambers or like a light beer or something like that. So on this tour, I tried other stuff. We tried several different things at each of these places, um, which obviously when we went to Atwater, we got the Dirty Blonde, which is good, and we tried a yeah. couple other things. But Eastern Market Brewing, we sat there, and I got the sour, and I, I immediately was like, this tastes like sweet tarts. Yeah. Like those sweet tarts you used to get when you were a kid that was just like the three sweet tarts in the in the paper package or whatever. Yep. And I was like, this is... Uh, this is it. Like, where has this been all my life? And that started my my tour of trying to find sour beers that I enjoy. Yes. So a lot, you know, a lot was really blossoming. Sour yep. beers, love, all kinds of stuff. More breweries in one day yes. than I'd ever been to in my life. Yes. I'm, I'm proud to say before me, he probably drank a lot less. <laughs> proud to say? Uh, I don't know. Not necessarily true. I would say that I drank more, but I just didn't drink... Uh, great beer before I met you. Uh, That's what it is. Yes. I, I still drank. I've enhanced your life in so many ways. I still drank. I just didn't drink necessarily. Good. I drank cheap stuff. Yes. So the burgers come into play because once we got home, um, we went to Bunkhouse Burgers in yes. Clarkson. Oh yeah. my gosh. And we, if we decided after oof. that day, we should probably end it with burgers and milkshakes so I could just roll into Traverse City the next day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you're... Uh, if you're in the Clarkson area, definitely check out Bunkhouse Burgers. Uh, they're owned by the same people that owned Honchos. And if you've heard us talk about Honchos, then, well, you know what Honchos is. And if you haven't heard us talk about Honchos, please re-listen to or listen to for the first time episodes one through four. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Because we've <laughs> talked about their tacos a lot. Yes. Um, so, yeah. So, we did that. That was Thursday. Then Friday, we went to Trevor City. Yes. Now, the important thing that I want everyone to understand about our trip to Trevor City. I have no idea what he's going to say. Is that when we checked into the hotel, we checked into the hotel. She's the one who booked the hotel. So she's talking to the lady behind the counter. I'm looking around at the hotel, see what we got, you know, checking out the lobby. And I look over and I see this big, huge screen TV. It's got to be a 50 inch TV there in the lobby. And they're playing the news from New Orleans. And I saw on the news, this girl had to be a young woman in her 20s wearing a short mini skirt. And a, and a short top with a rain jacket on, walking with her hand holding like a champagne bottle by the by the neck of the bottle, walking in knee deep water with waders with waders on, and I thought to myself, and then I said it to Jess. I said, "Hey Jess, this could be you," and she's like, "It would be if you'd have just let me go." And then everyone in the hotel started laughing at me, which is fine. I'm fine with that. People laugh at me all the time. I don't care. Yep. So Fine with me. So that was that. But that was a fun trip. That was a good time. We had beautiful weather while we were up there, and we were able to sit by the beach for the first time. As we've talked about before, he has a very pale skin. Oh, boy. So I spent a good portion of the trip lathering up with, like, SPF 50. So, but that was fun. We had a really good time and there was like a little mini golf place right down the road. So we were able to go play mini golf outside as you're supposed to play without any fear of suffocating. Yes. Like I experienced prior. Yeah. And that was, I mean, that was fun because those outside places are always really cool. They have a lot of fun little, you know. Movable parts and get it through the windmill and all that classic. Oh, yeah. 
It's a, it's a great cliche like date, like a classic like yeah. date. I I love that. And that place was packed, but we just took our time and yeah. and you know if somebody wanted to get in front of us, they could. Had a family of kids or whatever. We're just like go Hit ahead. Hit up some more fine. breweries. We did Mackinac oh, Brewing. We, we did North Peak. So that was good. But the one great thing about Traverse City is wineries. Yes. There's a whole peninsula in Traverse City that is just all wineries. So we decided to go hit up a few of the wineries. But before we did the wineries, didn't we do the parasailing? Oh my God. I totally forgot we went parasailing. I did until about five seconds ago, Oh, that was fun. But this is the fun thing about talking about this stuff. Some stuff we don't remember until the moment, but we did parasailing. Which was the coolest thing. I had done it before with my cousin, and I didn't think you would want to do it. I mean, why not? I don't know. I never know with you. It was fun. But it's super fun. I love it. It was great. Like, the water was like, you could see everywhere they were at, you could see down to the bottom of the water. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, that was a great time, yeah. Yep, and then we did our winery trip. Yes. Which, let me tell you, that was... I've never gone to a winery before, so this was new as well. So I'm all of this trip was a lot of new stuff. I'm quite a different match for him, it seems. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, so that was a lot of fun. We hit about three wineries. There's quite a few wineries on the peninsula, but we decided to do just about three got to be safe you know we were driving and with wine tasting you know you i guess you can get tipsy but we were doing more tasting than just like drinking yeah and i wanted it for the view the views are amazing oh man those vineyards are very i mean it's beautiful out yeah there. it's just a ton of land and no city within sight and some are super like bougie nice some are more low-key where we played cornhole so it's like a lot of really good stuff just so everyone knows sophia's come alive a little bit the bully stick has ran out so you might hear <laughs> some ruckus i'm playing tug with her right now yeah Oh, that's my finger. <laughs> <laughs> so we hit, I don't know if it was the first brewery we hit or the second, but we got, we did a tour. Yes. And this brewery had, I would say, if I was to guess, probably three or four different bridal bachelorette parties. Yeah, bridal parties. That lot, were there. Yeah. A lot now, of stuff like that happens at wineries. Now, this is the middle of July. Yes. It's northern Michigan, and it's, you know, northern Michigan is still, can be pretty warm in July, so obviously it's nice weather. Yes. And I was shocked at the number of girls that we saw wearing basically dresses with no bras. Yeah. That was a shocker. I didn't expect that when I go to a winery. I'm not expecting to see girls wear dresses with, with well, no bras. I mean, that was just, uh, that was unbelievable to me. And it wasn't like one or two. It was like 25 or 30. And a lot of times that works fine and it still looks good. But I just felt like everywhere Ooh. I looked, I was getting flashed by like a boob. Yes. And that was the problem I had. I don't mean to be a prude. I don't mean to <laughs> infringe on any woman's ability to free the nipple. But I just feel like in a winery, I don't want to worry that a woman's going to drunkenly whip around because they were all drunk and hit me with a nip. That's <laughs> <laughs> not something I care for. Yeah. Now, we took the tour, which was fun. Yeah. 
Um, and you could tell that the people giving the tour, they also had fun with some of those people because they were oh, very yeah. drunk. Yeah. That was that was fun watching those Wineries interactions. Wineries are tricky because the classy nature of a winery, man, you get drunk there and it's just like being drunk at a bar. Yeah. So, and they had an outside section, which we took a photo, I believe, out there on their balcony after oh, we got I through. I took like a million pictures. Yeah. So, that was fun. Yeah. We did a, we did a couple... couple wineries we got glasses i think at almost everyone mm-hmm. yeah the we only kept glasses yeah we kept a couple of those i liked one of the symbols on one of I them i kept those yeah yeah that yep. was that was cool yep um so that was fun the most interesting part that happened was on our ride home now <laughs> mind you we have been together now technically like a month and a half and so we're in the car driving home you know he's fine and everything but you know he just He's talking to me and he's like, oh, that was just so funny with all those girls there. Like, that was crazy. I wanted to look at them and I wanted to be like, my wife does not like the way you're dressed. (laughs) And I turned to look at him and he froze in his seat and a dead silence fell over the car. And I said, you're what now? (laughs) Who? I I was under the influence of wine. So it it just it just slipped. You were not drunk. It slipped. You were high on the new blossoming love we had. Oh, boy. Yeah, don't believe it, folks. I was, and I I was, was drunk. Like, oh my gosh, this is the best. And so then we had a conversation, a random conversation about like rings and like oh, what, how would I be about that? Like, what would I want? Oh yeah, because I asked you if you would need one where you need a cart to roll beside you to carry your hand. Yeah, because I'm that kind of girl. I've I've worn makeup twice in the past two years for our wedding and our reception, so I don't really think I'm the kind of girl that would need that. Yeah, no kidding. Um, but yes, and the funny part about that is that isn't the only time that happened. I'm going to flash forward to us living together one night and we are watching television yeah. and I'm folding laundry and I was giving him crap about something or something. I'm not even sure. And he's folding laundry and he's like, I'm just trying to have a nice night watching TV, folding laundry with my wife. And I looked at him and I said, and you're what now? And he threw the towel he was folding over his head. Yep. And I was like, I feel like this relationship has some longevity. Yep. I feel like this is going somewhere. Yep. For sure. Yes. So that was fun. And now I am his wife. So maybe he just had a premonition. Or he was, people say, speak it to the universe and the universe might listen. Yeah. The universe might listen as Sophie's speaking into the universe yeah. right now. This universe does not want to listen to her at this time. Okay. So we try very hard not to edit our podcast, <laughs> but we have had to pause a couple times Ooh. today. So apologies if it's noticeable. Sophia has been a little ornery and Stephen's oh, patience has ran out. I got none for it, man. Sometimes it's too much. Ooh. Luckily, though, we were at the end of our story segment. <laughs> we're going to leave you in suspense as to if he calls me his wife again before <laughs> I actually am. I'm not going to tell you. We'll pick yeah. that up later. Yeah. Now for the entertainment portion of the evening, which, as with everything that we do, is ridiculous in and of itself. Yes. So, Stephen's neurotic, and he loves TV. Like, I've said this once, I've said it twice, I'll say it thrice. I could watch Golden Girls seasons one through seven on a loop for the rest of my life and probably be the only thing I ever watch. But Stephen likes to watch TV. And I do like stuff. I just get bored easily. There's too many options. Like, I get... I get overwhelmed buying deodorant at Target because there's too many options, let alone scrolling Netflix, Hulu, Peacock, um, and all the other ones. So we have a way that we watch television. We do um, short shows, 
So we have like short episodes. Mini series. Yeah, mini series, I guess Limited you could series, say. that sort of stuff. Yeah, where it's like 10 episodes a season and things like that. So we each pick back and forth those like we pick our movies. Yep. Then we have like half hour comedy shows like a Seinfeld, a Golden Girls, things like that Shit's that we'll Greek. watch. Yep. And then we have an overarching show in the background that's like long seasons. Yeah. We'll talk about all those before. We'll talk about all that stuff later. But for right now, we're going to talk about some shorter shows that turned out to be shorter shows because they got canceled before their time that we watched. A couple we watched individually, a couple we watched together. These are just shows that we really liked. There's a lot of variety in it. Um, they are shows that have all been canceled. Yep. Um, they may or may not have ended on a cliffhanger, more like a storyline end, but overarching things could have still continued. Yeah, it's kind. They're kind of open in the fact of like there was definitely more there, but like they had to close up some stuff. And one of your shows, I don't even know. I think they left with like a big cliffhanger at the end. Unfortunately, not with one, big, st- but well, yeah, like an overall. Yeah. So my show that I actually loved that came out. During just before the pandemic, because it was canceled because of the pandemic, yeah. was Stumptown. It got renewed and then canceled oh, don't again. Don't even get me started. Uh, so it's Kobe Smulders, yep. who you might know her from being Robin and How I Met Your Mother. Don't and, get me started on that show either. And or Maria Hill, if you're paying to the Marvel yes. Cinematic Universe, she's Maria Hill. And Stumptown is based on a graphic novel. Ah, so like that character, like or comic book, like that is a comic book character. It was a good show. It was a really, really good show. One of the great things about it was representation. Yep. Um, She had a brother who had Down syndrome, and it wasn't part of it. Like, it wasn't... He was normal. He wasn't like her brother with Down syndrome. He was her brother. Yeah. And it was nice to see representation of different people on shows, not everyone just looking the same and being the same. I yep. loved that about that show. I loved their relationship. Um, she was a private eye. She had been um, a Marine, I believe, um, in the armed forces, came back and started to become a private investigator. Her life was a little messy. She was a little wacky, like a little, yep. you know, drank, probably drank too much. Um, her parents were gone. She had kind of had the custody of her brother, just like that kind of thing. She was solving cases and it was just a good show. It was like refreshing in it being a little bit different. It had a really good cast and it was really good. I loved it. I was on the edge of my seat waiting to see if it was going to get renewed and then it got renewed and I was pumped. My mom watched it too. We talked about all the time, super pumped. And then it gets canceled because of the pandemic. No other reason than like pandemic. So that yep. was frustrating because it was a great show. I had my fingers crossed. I was hoping like Netflix would grab it or somebody would grab it because it was yeah. just so good. I really liked it. It also had like a Native American element to it. Uh, so it was just all around like a really good show, I thought. It also totally had totally J- worth it. Jake Johnson, which he's hilarious Nick in everything. Miller he's from in. New Girl, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so he's he's great. I watched. I think I watched the first like two episodes with you, and then I was like, "All right, you have you, this." He this, has this too show many sure. shows. He wa- like I of all way, of that stuff we watch. He then also watches like five shows on his own. Crazy. I don't. I don't think I have any shows I watch at, on my own. He infiltrated at least, what I had. At least five shows. Yeah. 
Probably more than that. But my rec- my uh, recommendation is to watch Some Town. I will say that the end, the last scene of season one's ending is like a, oh, wow, oh, my gosh. But not enough to not watch it. It's still totally worth the watch. So you're saying it's not one of those ones where, like, everything you've watched up beforehand and then, like, there's, like, 17 questions unanswered. It's more of, like, one question unanswered? Yeah, it's a big question, but it's still worth a watch. I have cool. no regrets for watching it. But now I won't watch any show in its first season. I will wait until I know if it's going to have a second season. Fool me once, fool me twice. You will not fool me thrice. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a tough deal. Yeah, It's a tough deal. Uh, for me, my show that I picked was a show that originally was on the DC Universe app before Warner Brothers decided to close that app down and make it all comic books. It was originally DC Comics app for comics, for TV shows, for movies. And for their store as well, they had everything all in one app. And then Warner Brothers decided they bought HBO. They wanted to, and I think they bought Cinemax too. I may be wrong with that because that's why it's called HBO Max. Skinemax. They put them together and then they pulled over all the DC shows and then they made just a comic books app. But, so I watched Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing was absolutely fantastic. They had so many things in that show that I didn't see in other shows, and not just like other comic book shows. I mean, other shows in general. It was filmed on a set to make it look like the swamps of New Orleans. The reason why it was canceled is because they didn't want to have to pay the rent for the sets for six months while they're not filming. So they canceled it. Literally released the first episode, and that day said it was canceled. They had filmed 10 episodes, and then they said it was canceled. So I didn't see this sucked. show, but one would think they would have thought ahead of like the return on investment, cost analysis to this set. One would have thought they would have went, okay, we're going to do a limited series. We'll do two seasons and be done because this set is expensive, but let's get everybody to do this number of episodes and it'll take a little bit longer, but at least we'll have a good show and have a good limited series and it's, who knows what happens. The, I mean, there was so many things about that show. The, the temperature was a character in the show. You felt the heat, the like the mugginess, the sweatiness of the characters. You felt like that was a character in the show. The swamp itself felt like a character. It's called Swamp Thing because it's a guy who who researches and and spends a lot of time with plants and stuff like that and then he gets into an accident and becomes like the plants become like part of him. And it's so obviously the swamp becomes a huge character outside of him because there's that whole relationship. The characters were good. Um, all strong female characters. The, the, they had uh, Virginia Madsen in it. She's fantastic. She's been around for a long time. Yeah, she's good. Love seeing her in that. They had, uh, Crystal Reed was the main girl, which I had seen her in Gotham. So if you guys watch Gotham, you might have seen her in that. Um, but uh, Will Patton was in it. He's another guy who's been around for a long time. So like they, they threw in some actors that people have known from other things and then brought in some new people. And man, it was it was a good show. The, the CGI that they did, everything, fantastic. It just, it so, looked great. So it was one season. One season, 10 episodes. Did it have a cliffhanger ending? No. It was not a cliffhanger ending from the aspect of like, um, it wasn't like, 
you know, th- I've seen shows where like they end with like the characters in a car and then a car hit car crash hits them and it goes black yes. and you're like, what the hell just happened? It wasn't anything like that. It was like, well, this, this part of the story is complete, but there's obviously openings for what the next story could be. Okay. Um, and man, it was, it was great. And I, I, I don't read swamp thing. It's not something that I've ever really read before. I know that he's a character that sometimes is part of justice league dark and that's not a comic that I read. Um, I mean, I will say he talks about the show all the time. Oh. I've never seen it. I don't know anything about it. I learned more about it just now. They even guys. they even turned around when they when they got bought and Warner Brothers moved them over to HBO Max. They didn't move that show straight to HBO Max. They did it and ran it on CW during the pandemic because they needed another show because oh, all yeah. their shows were on the pan were were being shut down and stuff like that. So they took that show and re-aired it on CW and it got great ratings but they had already canceled it so it's like what do you do like so looking at that show they probably should have put it on a network first yeah that was their problem or maybe they should have filmed two seasons so uh the other two shows that we picked we watched together we watched together one was clarice clarice was amazing so if if, i am i i was also on pins and needles for renewal and it got renewed it was on cbs and they Weren't sure if they were going to renew it, yep. and they said, "Okay, we're going to renew it, but it's going to be on the Paramount Plus. So it was only yep. going to be streaming on that app. It wasn't going to be, but it was still going to be there." And then, like a, like a lot of episodic TV in the pandemic, it yep. got canceled. It got canceled. So it's a continuation from Silence of the Lambs, yes, set it, in the nineties. It follows Clarice immediately. I think it's a year after Silence of the Lambs, so she's yeah. in, she's in therapy, but she's also Still doing her job. And the behavioral analysis unit, yeah. And Jess, tell me what you thought about the the mental side of it. Oh, I love it. Like, I love the psychological aspect of stuff. Like, that's probably why I've got my psych degree, why I always seem to be ending up working back in behavioral health. Like, I just love that part. And it was done really well. I think... It was the casting. The cast was great. Talk about representation. There was all kinds of, yep. all different Cal people Penn. on that. Mm-hmm. Cal Penn was on there. That, I think that was like his first like comeback to TV. Yep. He was great. Like it was great in that respect. The interactions were great. And one of the things too, there were a couple stereotypical springboard things that happened to where I'm like, oh, whenever this happens in a show, this is how they react to it. Yep. And this is not how they reacted to it. I was like, oh, I can't believe he actually did that instead of letting that happen. Or I can't believe. Like, it yep. It kept me guessing. Yep. It had an overarching storyline for the season. And it also had a overarching storyline for Clarice. Yes. So, although season one ended and the storyline was tied up, there was more things that could definitely be happening with Clarice and yeah. with other characters on this show. I liked it being in the nineties. I liked just like he said about Swamp Thing having strong women. Stumptown had a strong woman. It was a female show. Clarice was female led. Yeah. It's a you know, it's a thing I'm noticing as we're talking about this that these were two great Swamp Thing wasn't female led, but Clarice and Stumptown were female led and they were good and they were strong female characters played by great actresses and those shows are gone. And I can't help but have feelings on that. 
Um, the girl who plays Clarice is Rebecca Breeds, and she I'd never seen studied, her anything. She studied Jodie Foster's enunciation of things. Oh, her mannerisms. Oh, man. Her speaking, everything. Yep. She was great. I had never seen her in anything before, and I would see anything with her in it now. I don't even care what it is. I would watch it if she was in it. Yeah, she was she great. She was great. Like, she, she portrayed that character of a girl... A woman being in the working field in the 90s and fighting the stereotypical patriarchy. Yeah. And and she sadly ha- the things we still have to see on shows today, but yes. nonetheless. But she had a boss that understood that. That and, and that, that was cool. And that's part of me saying his character was really good because although the stereotypical things might happen, his reactions were not stereotypical and yep. he was very well written character. Yeah. I highly recommend watching that show. Yeah, and his yeah. name's Michael Cutlass. He's been in so much stuff. Walking Dead. Uh he's been in uh Southtown. Oh, like he was on nine oh two and oh. Yeah, like he's been in a I lot know. of stuff. Amazing. He's he is a fantastic actor. Yeah. He he's good. I like him. So so that show was good. I and think then, we got time for one more show. Got what time for one more, which would be Breakout Kings, which this show we watched it Four years after it had aired, yeah, it was I on think. AMC, I think, or or Hulu. It was on Hulu or something like that. We well, just, it aired on AMC, but yeah. we watched it on Hulu. Yeah, yeah. And this show, man, I didn't, I didn't know what it was going to be. Yeah. I didn't know what I was getting into. But I guess, I guess, to give you the origin is basically it's it's three people that have prison time. Yes, and they all have specific things that they were in prison for, and then there's two cops that get these prisoners out in order to use them to catch somebody. Yes. And that gets them so, time served on their yes, time. They use and then, them to c- catch people that have broke out of prison. Yes. And they use them to help like get them. And every case they do is like a month off their prison sentence. Yeah. Something like that. And it had, it's a really, it was a cool concept and it was a good show. Yes, very good I mean, show. it was what it was. It was kind of like an episodic, yeah. action-y, you know, entertaining, but, good one-liners, di- interesting different characters. But it had enough of a between episodes of having a little bit of arc with the characters. Yes. They, refer- they didn't always reference what happened in the previous episode, but you could tell that they were working on their... Their relationship in each episode. And this got and moving two that seasons. Along. It did get two seasons, 13 episodes, I think, each season. Yeah. And then uh, one of the characters is Malcolm Goodwin in real life. That's his name. And he went on to be in The Boys. So if you've watched The Boys, he plays Malcolm. Mother Milk. No, actually, Liza that's not Malcolm. That, yeah, I'm sorry. I got the name wrong. Yep. Yeah. Like, that's Les Alonzo. I yeah, Alonzo. I know who Les Alonzo yeah, is. Yeah, Les Alonzo. <laughs> sorry, that's my bad. Um, yeah, he went on to be Mother's Milk in The Boys. Yes. So he's a great actor. Yep. He's fantastic in the show. Um, he was also on um, uh, L.A.'s Finest, if anyone. Another show. Sorry, not to <laughs> steal the thunder from Breakout Kings, but another show led by two strong females yep. that got canceled after only getting two seasons. And I think they tried to say it was the pandemic for that, too. That was Gabrielle Union and Jessica Alba yep. springboarding off um, Bad Boys. Bad Boys. That show was great. I'm sorry. That show was what it was. They yep. were cool. They were strong. And they, it was just, it was awesome. I miss that show too. That show's on my list. I haven't watched it yet. I think your mom started watching it. Yes. I mean, that had two seasons and season two has like 
it's right at the end. Like it could have ended, but then in the last 10 seconds you get like a, Oh my gosh. And it's a cliffhanger for season three that never happened. Who knows? Maybe they'll do a bad boys four and then, and continue that story. I would love it. Yeah, I would love it. So, so that's our, our uh, shows that we recommend Stumptown, Swamp Thing, Clarice, Breakout Kings. I don't think that you'll be super mad by the end when, when it's over and it's, uh, it's not a it's not a cliffhang. It's more of like a rolling hill. Yeah. Hang. Yeah. I would recommend all of these shows. I thought he was going to be like, "Well, folks, that's our show for today." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's that's uh that's what we do. We ha- we will have other uh entertainment shows that we'll talk about. We'll pick some different things. Like yeah. she said, we got some longer shows and yeah. We have we watch a lot of stuff. I we watch do. way more than her, but we had we do have a lot of stuff. And at a certain point to tease everybody for the future. We will talk about her NCIS obsession oh, at a later podcast. Cause I got to tell you this, I, I, eh, I don't know, man. It's, it's a bit obsessive on the, on these NCIS and FBI well, shows. Folks, that's all the time we have for today's <laughs> show. So we'd like to plug our social media yes. and say, if, if we can just say on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, you can download us on Apple Podcast, Am- Amazon Podcast, and Spotify. Yes. Please like and subscribe and leave feedback and be kind. Yes, please leave us all the feedback that you can and uh, tell us what you think, and we'll see you next week. All right, bye everybody. Thank you. <laughs>